What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Old Bros. Hope everybody's doing well out there. What's up, man? How's everybody doing? You must be doing better than me. Mm, yeah, I guess I could say that. Uh, <laughs> Unless you're a Bills fan as well, man. We're feeling, we're, I'm feeling your you pain. You know what? But see, like, I think Bills fans, you know, they haven't, they kind of like the Browns, you know, they haven't done this That's in true. a while, so. You guys, is a different type of pain, but we got a special show today, like every show. It's probably the best one out of all the ones that we had. Could have been better. Could have been better, <laughs> but the best one. So if you guys listen to the other ones, just know that this one's the best one. And then next <laughs> next week, it's going to be even better. <clears throat> so, so yeah. Got a lot to talk about. Obviously, what happened in the NFL... We're going to dive into that. We're going to dive into, you know, rumors heading around the NFL, Matt Stafford, Deshaun Watson, Eagles hire a coach. I don't know who the fuck his name is, uh, but uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about some other things around the NFL, but, you know, for everybody that knows us, we're big Kobe fans, and uh, Today marks a year that uh, the passing of uh, Kobe, his daughter Gianna, and all the others on that helicopter, which is kind of like, it's, uh, it, it still feels, uh, it feels unreal still, dude. It is, for some reason, I still can't get over it. I still remember where I was when, the, when I heard the news and how I felt, and it was just kind of like, what the hell just happened? You know, so we're going to talk about that, you know. Um, wh- what do you got to say about uh, Kobe or any anything that, that you're thinking of? Like, Honestly, man, like, I still can't believe it's been already been a year. Like, it just doesn't feel real, man. Like, I, like, again, I remember being at home and getting updates, you know, TMZ, Kobe passed away. It was on the IG, so I didn't really believe it. I was like... Dude, someone's probably playing like a sick joke or something, you know, and just, and then, you know, the news started coming out and this and that, and you're just like, dude, what the hell? Like, this does not seem real, man. And, you know, like, in high school, man, like, the the real reason I love basketball in high school was because of Kobe, man. I fell in love with basketball because of Kobe, you know, and, you know, after Kobe retired, it was like, you know, I loved LeBron, but I, I just really don't watch the game as much anymore. Like I used to, I used to be in love with basketball, and it was because of Kobe. And, you know, that's who I grew up watching. You would get in these debates in high school. You know, who's better, Kobe, or LeBron? And this is when I didn't like LeBron. Uh, you know, as a kid, for whatever reason, I guess because of the competition that the media would make of Kobe and LeBron. And you know, you would be there, Kobe this and Kobe that, and you know, when you beat the Celtics, it was just you felt on top of the world, man. Because yeah, you know you. Not knowing a guy like Kobe personally, but you know, just seeing a guy who would love to love to do what he did, you know, put in that work, and then you know, to see him come up short against Boston the first year, you could tell that really like just little flame under him and his competitiveness. You know, they end up beating uh, Orlando the following year, and then beating Boston, and you know, I think beating Boston was like I don't know. I, I felt like to me, it felt like. To Kobe, it was, like, the best thing in his career, you know? And he, he said, like, it was also the best because he finally passed Shaq in uh, championships. But yeah. that was iconic, man, honestly. And you got to respect a guy like Kobe, you know? And, 
you know, like you said, rest in peace, Kobe and his daughter and everybody, all the everybody on the helicopter, man. It's just a tragedy, and it still seems it still doesn't seem real, man. But here we are, a year later, you know. Yeah, you know, I also want to briefly touch on somebody who um, I think is real close to Kobe, and I think a lot of people, a lot of fans may know who I might be talking about, but I, I want to give a, a, a special. Um, you know, shout out to uh, Paul Gasol. I mean, he, you know what he wrote today about Kobe, and, and you know he he had his first born daughter this year. Her middle name is Gianna after Kobe's daughter, and I just feel like that. You know, Kobe wasn't a man of many friends, uh, but it seems like Paul Gasol was like his tightest. Like that was his boy, man. Like they were tight, and and. And I just feel like um, Gasol is the definition of a true friend. That right there, the ride or die friend, somebody that's always there. There's more, I guess you could call him more like a brother. Uh, I don't even think it was like a friendship. I think it was more like a, a, a brotherhood they had. And Gasol, just, it just shows how, how, how amazing this guy was. And, and even to this day, what he does for that family, it seems like, you know, he's always there for Kobe's daughters and he shows up to their birthdays and stuff like that. And, and, and yeah, you know, Paul Gasol is an awesome person and I respect Paul Gasol even more to this day after his passing. It just seems like he, he, uh, he's a really special person and a definition of a true friend and a brother. And, um, yeah, so you know, Paul Gasol, dude, you know you're 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 a real one, and uh, it's hard it's hard to come by people like that, you know, especially in this world. Sometimes uh, you come around with uh, some people that are just not good people, and um, Paul Gasol is not that though. Paul Gasol is 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 an awesome awesome guy, awesome friend to Kobe, brother, and I just I just wanted to touch on that, and and yeah, I mean it's a tough day. I you know I remember the, the, this day I was. You know, celebrating. Uh, I was celebrating uh, something in in, in a restaurant. Uh, we were celebrating with some family, and um, we're hanging out there. And as I'm parking, as I'm parking, this is I remind you, this is like in downtown LA, so it's up the street from Staples Center. So as I'm parking, I start getting my you know my cousins calling me. And, and I'm like, what, 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 what happened? You know, and then my phone's blowing up. So I answer my cousin's phone call. He's like, hey, did you hear that? Kobe just said? I said, what? No way. Then my wife gets an alert, like, on her, you know, on her phone. It says, you know, Kobe passed away. I'm like, dude, this has to be, like, a th- somebody's playing, you know? And then it's, it, it, and then it's, I think what, what made it worse, you know, it was kind of like TMZ reported it. And, you know, TMZ has had... So a couple hiccups where they've like they reported stuff that's not true um so i was like man nah, i just want to wait until you know another confirmation from somebody else you know and yeah they they somebody confirmed that yeah kobe had passed and then you know i'm at the restaurant sitting down already and like everybody's talking about it you know and i think that's what made it worse like everybody's talking about it and then literally the day before like i watched kobe's interview he gave like lebron a congratulations for passing him on the all-time scoring list and i'm just like dude like damn like kobe just i just saw him do an interview yesterday 
I like I don't know him personally. I've never met him personally, but I just saw him talk yesterday, and then like today he's not here, and then and then minutes go by, and then the news that his daughter was on the plane, and others also on that plane to her teammates, parents of the kids. It just made the it just made the news it just made that news even more tragic, and and yeah, I mean it's 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 a, it's a tough thing to 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 swallow even to this day, you know, because that Kobe was like one of my favorite uh, play. Well, he, he was my all time favorite player in basketball, you know, and even I think even overall, just the way he carried himself, man, he didn't care. He um, he he wanted you know he cared so much about his family and everything about that and then on the court he was a different beast you know he he did what he had to do to to get try to get the lakers to win you know and, and if it was a broken finger um you know a rolled ankle whatever the situation was it 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 was he just found a way to 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 get it done you know and and yeah, I just think that's what that's what made Kobe so special, you know. Um, and you know, he was like my he was like my, my childhood uh, hero, you know, because you know everything revolved around Kobe. Like I, I, dude, like it was just like new Kobe shoes came out, I was out there getting them, you know. Uh, new Kobe jersey came out, you know, you know how they used to do the like the Christmas jerseys and. Oh, they had an all-star jersey. Dude, I was the first one, or one of the first ones to go out there and try to get it. And, and yeah, man, it just, it, that day felt so empty, dude. And, and, and then knowing that his daughter went, that made it even worse, uh, I think. Uh, you know, me as a parent and, and stuff like that, I think uh, you, as a parent, you feel like, what would you do if you were in that situation? Like... You know your kid. Your kid looks up to you, you know, and and tries to tries to like I guess have a comfort zone with you. And if if you you show like I'm pretty sure knowing how Kobe was, like he was just kind of like it's okay, it's gonna be okay. Even though deep down inside he knew it wasn't, you know. But just to keep his daughter positive, he would tell her, "I got you, and everything's gonna be okay." And I think that's the toughest part, you know. Um, that's the toughest part as a as a parent, as a as a mentor, as as a as a leader. When when you're 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 telling that person that you love everything's gonna be alright, and you deep down inside you know it's not, and I think that's what makes it tough. But rest in peace, Kobe. Um, you know I'm never gonna forget all the memories that you gave us on the court, even off the court, and. Uh, you you will never ever um, be forgotten in uh, in this uh, this family. I think one of the coolest things about Kobe, honestly, man, is when they would ask him, like, <clears throat> you know, well, are you trying for to have a boy? You know, have a have a boy to be in your shoes, and, and or be like, you know, kind of be like you, you know, going to the NBA and whatnot, and he'd be like. You know, why, dude? I got my daughter right here. She's she's a baller, you know. She's she's exactly like me. Like, so I thought that was always cool about Kobe, man. That he he loved his daughters, man. He's never he was never the, you know. Obviously, you're gonna love your kids, but I mean, you know, people would be asking about having a boy, having a boy. He's like, nah, my daughters are enough, and I'm not thinking about no boy, you know. You know, I'm pretty sure he, maybe he wanted one, but 
Yeah, you know, I mean, he was a he was a girl dad, man. He really loved his girls, man. You could tell, you know, and you know, Gigi was looked exactly like him, man. The way she played, you know, she there's some photos out there. The way she, you know, she would stand. It's like watching Kobe, man. It was yeah. something crazy, man. But <clears throat> yeah, it's a it's a it's a tough day for us Laker fans, even Kobe fans. And I think even if you're not a Laker fan, it's tough, you know, because. Whether you hated him or or you loved him, uh, he was still a part of your your life. And I think it was very powerful last last year when all this was happening, and all the NBA was giving tributes, all the different teams. What I thought was really powerful was the fact that the Celtics, you know, they gave a, a tribute, and that's like his one of his rivals, you know. And and then you see you know players crying. Uh, you also see. Uh, you also see, uh, you know, guys that he battled with, like Tim Duncan, you know, let, letting, you know, he, he couldn't hold back his tears. And, you know, it, it just goes to show what kind of person Kobe was. He was a special person. Um, yeah, he was a killer on the court, and he didn't like you on the court. But as soon as he had also had a soft side off the court where he he he, he knew who, who, his, uh, uh, who his peers were, and he respected all his peers, but... When it came when it came down to the, to playing, he was in he was gonna rip your head off and and that type of competitiveness. Um, I think we all have some type of that, some type of uh, mama mentality in our lives, uh, or we've been in a situation where we're like you know we gotta get uh, something done and you kind of don't know how, but you dig deep and you find a way to get it done. And uh, you know Kobe represents all of us in in, in a certain way. But like I said, this is a special day. Well, not a, not a special day because we lost somebody. But a, a a day you I guess a day you could say where you look back at Kobe in his career and you could tell all that everything he did not only for the team but for his family. Uh, and uh, you know I think that's that's what makes uh, that's what makes you live you go back and you live. Uh, all his memories, and I think that's what that's what makes this uh, day kind of special. Yeah, yeah man. <clears throat> Remembering a guy like Kobe <clears throat> is special, man. Like you said, like <clears throat> out of all, I have a lot of connections to Kobe, man. Like you know, every, growing up, like to to me, I feel like everybody collected Jordans, but to me, like I was at a stage, I was at a stage like during my high school years and a little bit after high school. Where to me, my Jordans were Kobe's, man. I I, I still have the Kobe Easter A's, man. And to me, like, it was all Kobe to me, man. Like that, because that's who I grew up watching. That was my Jordan, you know. That that's who I grew up watching. That's why I even loved basketball in the first place because of Kobe, you know. And you know, after he retired, it was just different. You know, the game was different to me as at least, man, just because. I just love this player so much, dude. Is you know when he walked off the the court with his torn Achilles, and it was just no excuses for there was no excuses for Kobe. And I feel like it, in a way we all wish we could be like that. We all wish like you know we all have our struggles in life and our problems in life, and you know we we wish we had that. We sometimes wish we had that mentality where we could just be like, no, I'm a, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do that. And I feel like Kobe had that. Like it was no excuses for him, and it didn't matter if he had. Um, you know, I I go back to the OKC series when um, 
when I think they were down three one at this point, and it was elimination. They had lost that 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 terrible game four where they could have tied it. And, you know, he went out on that that, that last game, man. And he just went all out, dude. It was no excuse. He's like, if you know my teammates are not good enough, I, I'm gonna take over and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna give us a chance. And he came out of the way down to the wire, man. But it was just, obviously came up short, but. He, he gave it all his all, man. He said, I'm going to put this team on my back or whatever I got to do, but there's no excuses. You know, I'm not going to make an excuse. I'm going to go out and execute and, you know, give us a chance. And, and that's all you can have respect for, man. Someone that with that kind of mentality. I, I honestly feel like as people, we all wish we had that. And it's just something that not all of us can have, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. So true, but you know we uh, we celebrate Kobe's life today, and um, and uh, it's just a day that we uh, that we will never forget. You're never gonna forget where you were when you found out the news. You're never gonna forget all his games, all his um, all his achievements in the NBA, um, everything he's done for the league, and uh, this is just gonna be a day, you know. January 26th that uh, that we we don't forget and uh, and yeah so rest in peace Kobe and, and yeah we're gonna jump on and move on to the next thing the next subject and it's uh, a lot of QBs out there man a lot of QBs looking out to move there, this year they're, it looks like they're making a move you know uh, Detroit Lions it looks like they're moving off from Stafford which I think I think it's right for both teams. I'm going to speak for Stafford here and say, hallelujah, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. It just feels like like he has to get out of there. You know, and I, and I, and I, think, and I think the Lions need to move on, too. You're not going to win right now. You just fired your coach. You got a new coach. You got, you know, I think they had a, a new owner, right? Their owner is pretty new, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're, you're kind of redoing the whole thing. So... It makes sense to kind of just get rid of Stafford and maybe draft somebody. Who knows? Who knows what, what their ideas are down there in Detroit. But get rid of Stafford. Send him to a contender. Hopefully he goes to the Niners. I'm hoping that, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm on the – I want Deshaun Watson, but I also wouldn't mind Stafford either. I think he's a baller. I think he's just been – he's just been um, – mismanaged down there in Detroit, you know. They hired Patricia. His fucking defense sucks. He's supposed to be a defensive coordinator specialist. The fucking horrible. It seems like any Patriots assistant that goes fucking sucks. Um, the best one has been uh, Bill O'Brien, and then he decided that he wanted to be a fucking GM, and he tore that shit up. Was uh, Rabel an assistant coach, or he was oh, just a player? Yeah, I think he was a player, but... I think he, for a while, he was like a linebackers coach. He's probably the oh, only and, one. And Brian Flores. Brian Flores too, but I'm still I'm still skeptical about Brian Flores. I'm not I'm not fully sold on him. Oh shit! Yeah, it's, it's it's early. It's early. So I'm not gonna. I think he's a solid coach, um, but we'll have to see. Especially if he gets a guy like Watson, that's when you're really gonna judge a coach, you know? Because now you got now you got now you got no excuse, you know? His defense, I have no like. I, his defense is legit, but but um, but offensively, we're gonna see what happens. But like I tell you, 
Yeah, Detroit has really fucked up this situation. Um, they, they, you know, all their fucking, like I said, all their players literally retired, bro. Like, they don't even, they, they're in their prime retirement. Barry Sanders, I think we talked about this last week. Megatron, like, dude, it, it's just a messed up situation. So the fact that Stafford wants to leave, and, I, and, and you know, also, I want to give, a, you know, like, Big ups to Detroit for actually listening to him and 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 letting them say, hey, you know what, this is right. We'll let you go, or we'll find a trade for you and put you in a better situation. I I, I respect that from Detroit that they're doing that, you know, because more so organizations are like, no, well, you're under contract, so f you, you know, you ain't gonna go nowhere, and that's when it gets messy. I think so. I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, I think I think they kind of have to, man, just because new GM, new head coach. And then, you know, there's nothing to build on there besides Stafford, you know. But you've been having Stafford for so long, and you haven't been able to build anything. Yeah, you have Galladay and uh, Swift, who's looking like a pretty decent running back. We'll see how it goes. But, I mean, you've never had a... You never had, like, a top five old line. You never had, like, a, a dominant group that you could really say, damn, this team has something to build with there's always holes everywhere man either you got megatron and you got nothing else besides him yeah they had golden tate that one year but you know there were good here and there like they would have one good year but come up short in the playoffs and then but yeah man they, they were just not it never looked like they were building something you you know when a team is building something you know they start off somewhere they start off one side of the ball and start working their way throughout the whole team but man just Detroit, maybe it was the GMs that they had a previous, but it's just a messy situation. I'm glad Stafford's getting out of there. He deserves a chance to win. There's a lot of speculation. San Francisco, maybe the Rams. Uh, talking about the Rams, golf might be out there too. It looks like they lost confidence in golf. People were talking, I don't know if it was a joke, but people were talking about, uh, I was hearing Pat McAfee's show today, and they were talking about golf to, to fucking Detroit. And then he gets he gets to move into uh, Matthew Stafford's house where he has a golf course. So they they were joking about golf oh, golf. golf course. <laughs> hey hey, you know before I, I get it, shout out to that show, dude. The Pat McAfee Show 2.0. That that's I mean that's probably the best show out there. And we're number two. We're right behind them. So don't you know? Don't it's know. funny how Pat has been like, damn, the show fucking sucks. <laughs> but it's so good to dude, us, dude. Dude, Pat is just kind of like he's on there. He's like, oh, this show fucking sucks, dude. That fucking show rocks, bro. Like they they keep it a hundred percent authentic. I feel dude. like yeah, I feel like it's just guys talking like on a regular Saturday yeah, night. Like me bro. and you fucking around, drinking and talking and shit. <laughs> but you know, it's just. It, it, I don't know. I, I I enjoy that show. I think that's probably the best. My that's my favorite show. I've told you this, and and yeah, I just wanted to give a quick shout out. We're gonna touch base on what they talked about earlier because um, we we enjoy this show so much. But anyways, so Stafford golf maybe on the move. Watson, yeah. he says he's not going back. I mean, I don't blame him either. Shit's a mess in Houston. Dude, that, 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 it's just it's just getting messy, man. Get Watt out of there too, man. And they, the fact that, that they haven't hired a head coach, it's like, what the hell are you guys waiting for? Like, oh, I, one day, like one morning, I wake up and it's like, oh, the enemy is the leader to be their head coach. Then I hear Marvin Lewis is like one of a candidate to get the the head coaching job. Then I also hear Caldwell is like another guy that's gonna get that job. So I don't know. In Detroit, it's just a mess. 
I'm, I mean Detroit. De- yeah, well, Detroit's a mess too, but I'm just saying Houston, they're a mess. Also, I don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. If I'm the Texans, I have no draft capital. I have no salary cap. I'm going to cut J.J. Watt. Let J.J. Watt go where the hell he wants to go or try to trade him. Hopefully get something for him, which I doubt it because of his contract. Um, and then I'm going to trade Watson, and I'm going to get four first-round picks. If it's Miami, be like, you know what, dudes? Fucking give me four first-round picks. Give me the fucking pick I traded you, which is three, which you have right now. Give me that pick back, and then give me three more. And uh, give me, uh, give me, I don't know, give me a damn player on that on that roster, dude. Um, if the Jets want them, Jets have the number two pick. I'm also be like, you know what, Jets, give me your number two pick. And you want Watson, you know, he, uh, give me four picks and, and your number two. Uh, if the Niners want them, I'd give the Niners a discount, though. Um, I would tell, uh, you know, if I'm the Houston, I'll give the Niners a discount just because they're in the um, they're in the NFC. But you know what, here. Uh, uh, just take a third round pick and a fourth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Gym of the year right here. Gym of the year for you. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see, dude. It, it's a mess down there in Houston. Yeah, I mean, definitely a mess. Something needs to get sorted out there. Well, fucking Eagles sign um <laughs> Nick Sirianni. Obviously, you gotta respect Nick Sirianni because I mean the Colts defense is really good. I just, I mean, I just don't know who Nick Sirianni really is, but. Neither. Cole's defense. I had to Google his ass. I'm serious. <laughs> Cole's defense solid this year, man. Uh, he looks like a young uh, DC and young head coach now. What do you think about that hire? You think it's a safe hire? You think it's, I don't know, were you expecting an offensive mind head coach? I kind of was, you know, to see if they could try to fix Lance. But then again, I don't know what the hell the Eagles are doing, dude. Like, I, I, I personally, if I'm running the Eagles, I would, I would have hired offensive coordinator you know somebody that that maybe wasn't like in the frank Wright system where colts but I, it would have been uh an offensive coordinator in my opinion you know i would i would have kind of done that and and see if i could um you know see if i could try to fix wins because it, it's gonna be hard to trade them first of all that's gonna be really hard to trade them uh, that contract is fucking ridiculous like so it's gonna be hard to trade them, and and so you gotta try to find a way to fix them, and give the guy that you hire two years, and, and who knows? Maybe this guy will fix him. I don't know. Maybe he's gonna bring in some assistants down from the Colts that worked with Frank Wright, and that was his. You know, Frank Wright was his OC when when, when uh, Wentz had that MVP mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um. So hopefully. Oh, you know, maybe this guy might bring some Colts assistance and try to fix him. Who knows? He might work out. But I, I, I wouldn't win a more offensive-minded head coach. That's just my opinion. We'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe Sorani might uh, change the Eagles and get them their second Super Bowl. Who knows? But, yeah, the Eagles, just the cap situation. It's a fucking mess, bro. Like, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, no, it, it's a mess. Mm, yeah, I mean, you got to give these players, you got to give these coaches a chance, man. I mean, we don't know too many about them, you know, because we've never seen them lead. But, you know, you got to give them a chance. Maybe it might be a... And this seems like the NFL is going young at college, bro. Because look at the Chargers. They hired somebody. Uncle's young. I think he's like 40-something years old, 43. Or... Dude, I'm killer at Madden. I, maybe I can lead a team out there, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe you might. But... I'm young. 
Yeah, young and hungry. <laughs> yeah, young and hungry. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with Philadelphia. But on some more, um, damn, why you make that face, dude? Where are you going? On some more tougher news. This is where I leave the pod. Well, you're gonna stay out here, you know. Show our fans that you're a man of your word. Um, how do you feel about Sunday's game? Like, do you feel? I, I I know you're upset. Like, I me as your brother, I know, I know how you feel. Uh, I've been in this situation with the Niners uh, a couple times, and it's, and this sucks. But what do you think? Or what did you think about the game? So, I honestly, um, before recording the show, I uh, recorded something for us Packer fans, man, just trying to show some. Some faith, some optimism. But it was a tough loss, man. Definitely the toughest loss I've ever had as a Packers fan. A lot of people could say Seattle. But I just felt like this one was tougher because everything lined up perfectly for us. You're at home. And I don't feel like the Bucks really beat us. I, I felt we beat ourselves. Well, you know, we executed on offense all year. You know, against last, I mean, last week against the number one defense in the Rams. And then... You know, you're not able to do this this week, and I get it. I mean, Tampa Bay has a good defense, but I just felt like things were things were looking in our favor. You know, they lose their safety, who doesn't play the game. He doesn't. He, he didn't end up playing. They lose their other starting safety. You're like, okay, um, we're down 28-10, but here we go. Like, we have a chance. But it's just, man, nothing was going right. I mean, we weren't – I don't think I, – I, I can't – I can't even blame a certain, uh, like a certain position. I can't blame the defense. I can't blame the offense. I got. I can't blame the special teams. Like specifically, I gotta blame them as a whole because they all made mistakes. I mean, special teams. You gave them great field position. It was insane, dude. Like they were lined up at the forty every fucking drive. Defensively. I mean, dude, you held them to 10 points in the second half, three technically moving down all the way downfield. I mean, because Aaron Jones fumble where you gave him the ball at the 10 or something like that. And, but I, I felt like our defense got three turnovers and then our offense did score 23 points. So, I mean, you expect to win that game. Um, but we left a lot of plays on the field offensively. Defensively, we made a lot of, you know, we left some plays on the field. It just could have been an overall better game, and we just shot ourselves in the foot, and that's why we're not heading to Tampa this weekend or next weekend, actually. Yeah, dude. Uh, I was a tough game to watch. You know, I'm not a Packer fan, but I know how, how much the Packers mean to you and and, uh, and how big of a fan you are. Uh, so I know it was uh, tough on, on you. But, man, I just felt like... Like there was a lot of plays, I, there was a lot of plays left on the field where I think the Packers uh, should uh, should have executed. I, I didn't agree the, with the whole uh, not going for it on fourth down. I didn't agree with that. I even said it right away. I was like, dude, what the? Why are you kicking a field goal? And then um, I also uh, blame Rodgers a little bit, not too much, because I think he played a hell of a game. But on that drive, I felt like he could have ran it in for a touchdown, and he didn't. Um, who knows what he was thinking? This game is hard. Uh, it's, it's a hard game uh, to play. 
And I'm pretty sure, like, it, it's easy for us fans on the couch to be like, oh, how come he didn't do that? You know, we don't, we're not fucking athletes. We don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know, these people, these, that's what they work for, you know. And who knows what he was thinking. Maybe he saw a better play and he just said, hey, I'm going to throw it. Anyways. But one thing I'm going to say, man, and I think it happens every fucking year. Like, it just seems like it happens every year, dude. The fucking refs, like, have an Im- impact on the game that it's so crazy. And it's not the reason why the Packers lost. Like, that's not the reason why they lost. But some of these fucking reps, dude, like, it's like, um, you're not going to, you're, you're letting them play all fucking game. You're letting these guys hold, pull jerseys and all that all fucking game. And the last play of the game, the most important play of the game, you're going to fucking throw a flag. And then not only that, not only do you throw the fucking flag, you throw it like fucking Five seconds later, it's like, what the hell were you? Oh, dude, that shit pissed me off, bro. And it just brought me frass bracks of the Super Bowl last year. You know, it just seemed like uh, there were whole that uh, Chiefs offensive line they couldn't handle Bosa last year, and they were holding his ass. And on that last play where they made they converted like a third and 30, third and twenty, I don't know what the fuck it was. Bosa's literally just getting held, bro. And this seems like the refs just want to tuck in the flag. And, and I just felt like this situation, it was just like, come on, dude. Like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, don't don't let that be the outcome of the game. Like, you're going to throw a flag right here? Like, really? You're going to throw a flag right here? And, and especially because you've been letting them play the whole game. If you were throwing flags left and right the whole game, then, I, I, then I'll say, okay. You know, that's just the way they were calling it the whole game. Ticky tack. But now 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 you're not gonna call it? Like that to me it just I don't know man. I'm not I hate being this guy, dude. Like I hate being this guy. But but it just seems like every time Tom Brady's in the fucking playoffs, he gets the calls. And everybody's gonna go out today and say, Well Tom Brady, he's the best, he's the GOAT, and yes, you know, he's won championships. And no disrespect to him. But, like, nobody's talking about the fucking three interceptions he threw in the second half. And the guy, what, threw for, like, 20 yards in the second half? Like, he was garbage in the second half. You know, he made he made the plays that he had to make when he, when he had to. But that second half was just, it was horrible, man. And, oh, well, he outplayed Rodgers and what, dude. Shut the fuck up. You know, I I just want to say something like, but that's with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Cameron Bray, Rob Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, and they have a legit offensive line. Exactly, dude. You know, you know, and but you know the media wants to blow the Rodgers Brady thing so much. You know, you got to respect Brady, man. He's 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 done so much for, you know. But everybody talks about you know like. Speaking on something else, I'm going to move real quick. But, you know, everybody wants to talk about that 28-3 comeback, right? Brady is. He came back. Bro, he doesn't come back if it's not for defense and making stops. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a team game, dude. So, But everybody wants to make it seem like every time Brady wins a game, oh, it was it was definitely Brady because he's on the team, it, you know? Exactly. And, you know what I mean? just, and, and, and this is why I think that I don't think Rodgers lost the game, bro. I, I, I thought Rodgers, dude, he threw for 346 yards, three touchdowns. The one pick he had was because they held his yeah, fucking they, they, receiver. Yeah, they were holding Lazard on the play, yeah. They held his fucking receiver, and he throws the ball, and no fucking flag. So, nah, dude. I, Rodgers outplayed Brady 
hands down. Like and 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 you know Brady's Brady. Like I said, Brady has had. It seems like he's had a bunch of luck, bro, and it just seems like Rodgers hasn't. That that's just the difference between the both of them. Yeah, and you you go back to the Jacksonville game. You know, you know. Uh, I think it was James White who fumbles the ball, and the refs call that. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's Miles Jack who who ran it in for a, a fumble recovery touchdown, but they called him down, dude. If he if if they if they don't call him down, which he wasn't down, dude, Jacks are going to the Super Bowl. And not the Patriots. I mean, obviously the Patriots didn't end up winning the Super Bowl, but you know what I mean? It's just these breaks. And then, like like I said, like you said, the Kevin King thing, dude, I, to me it was like there was one flag the whole game and it was a helmet-to-helmet to Devontae. So I was so confused when I saw that flag, bro. And on the same very play, Rashad Gary's being choked out by uh, Tristan Wirfs on the same play, bro. So I'm just like, at, least, at, at worst, bro, I, I you know, I... If I was the other referee, I throw the flag on the Rashad Gary. The the back judge throws the flag on Kevin King. They offset, replay third down. At worst, yeah. You know, yeah. but just to let it end on a flag like the, the the game of this magnitude, knowing you were letting him play the whole game, I mean, it just left. You know, it's not an excuse, but it, it just left the sour taste in my mouth. And as fans, I think that's normal, bro. It's not someone that we're making excuses. It's just. You just question these things, like, dude, you're letting him play the whole game, so why throw the flag now? Yeah, and then and let then, it come, let it come down to Rodgers and uh, Tampa Bay D, which was the battle of the whole game. Yeah, it literally was. Yeah, it was. It was it a was. MVP of the Bucks. Honestly, my hats off to Todd Bowles. He was MVP. Yeah, he was. And and not only that, but that the whole defensive line, bro. There were mm-hmm. there were. I mean, they pressured Rodgers twenty two times. We really miss uh, D Bock. Yeah, uh, yeah, on Sunday, dude. Honestly, you no, know, and and I bet you know he's your 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 best player on the offensive line, but but yeah, man, it just I don't know, just just a bad taste in my mouth, you know. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm a Niner fan, you know. So to me, it's always when we, when we're talking when we're talking goats, <laughs> I'm gonna say Montana, and yeah, you know, you know, people are gonna say oh Brady's tenth Super Bowl, and and that's cool, you know, that's cool. And it's kind of like the whole LeBron debate, too. Mm-hmm. LeBron's been to how many finals? I mean, he's been to a lot of finals, and, and he's done great things. No no, no knock on LeBron. But to me, it's like Kobe and Jordan. You know, those are like kind of the goats, you know? Not only, do they, not, only, not only do they go to the finals, but they hardly lose in the finals. Jordan didn't even lose in the finals. And, and that's how I look at it. But I don't know, dude. It's just this Brady... Ah, Fuck, man! It just seemed like, you know, it just see, it just he just gives me a bad taste of it. Maybe because I just don't like him. I respect him, but I don't like him. You know, it's it's kind of like, you know, just some of the things that he's done, he said. You know, and, you know, another thing I I I I'll let you speak right now soon. But another thing that that the hate the stupid media, dude. They're just kind of like so. I guess there's a video out and. Uh, Rodgers and, and Brady go shake hands midfield, right? And Rodgers doesn't look happy, bro. But how would you be? Would you be happy if you just lost a fucking game like that? You wouldn't, right? And the fucking media is out here saying, oh, look at Rodgers. He looks pissed. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? Fucking Brady fucking walked out. He didn't shake Foles' hand when the fucking Bears. Or, or golf, yeah. Yeah, or golf when, the, when they fucking beat him this year. And he didn't even go fucking midfield to shake hands. But you're going to rip Rodgers for looking a little pissed off to shake Brady's hand? He still want to go shake his fucking hand. 
the fact that they fucking over here like just kiss Brady's ass like he's some kind of fucking <laughs> god, dude. I just that shit just pisses me off. Bro, the the reason I think I started this pod with you is because we listen to this media man and we and we we hear all the bullshit they got to say every single day. And you're just like, damn, dude, that's not that's not the way to look at it. But I guess it gets clicks, and I guess that's what people want to hear, all the bullshit. But, I mean, like like you said, man, it's a tale, it's a tale of diff- two different QBs and with luck and with not luck. I mean, regardless, Brady was under the best coach ever, dude, and that's Bill Belichick. And he, he really is, you know? And then uh, and now he has a trashy-ass coach. Yeah, Bruce Arians it just doesn't feel right, man. It just it just doesn't. You know, I respect him in Arizona, but I when he moved to Tampa Bay, it's just something. I don't know. I just kind of grew to dislike him a little bit. But you know, th- that's going to say. You know, everybody wants to talk about Rogers seven and eight or seven and nine now with the wins and playoffs. But bro, like, how many times did Rogers, you know, pull it all out of his fucking ass to try to give us a chance? I mean, I talk about Seattle, dude. We probably don't win that game. Well, I mean, we probably don't win the Super Bowl because Rodgers was hurt. I mean, dude, no one understands. He was playing hurt. He didn't move. He wasn't mobile the whole fucking game. And I remember this specific play. Fucking, that's when Seattle made the comeback and we're trying to force it to overtime. Dude, he fucking's hopping for the first down. Like, he's not running. He's hopping. And no one talks about that, bro. Like, he was literally fucking hurt. And no one talks about that. Fucking against Arizona, dude. He throws those two fucking Hail Marys. I mean, dude, he put that team on his fucking back. And the defense, you know, obviously blew it in overtime. So, you know, where, where is that on the stats, bro? You know, they, they dismiss that. They just talk about the QBs. And it's, it's, it's a team game, bro. It's a team game. It's a team game. Brady has been so fortunate to have one of the best defensive minds coaching him, bro. Yeah. Bill Belichick is the best defensive mind. And he's the he's coaching. Like, he's... He he literally has that defense on top notch. Every even this year, the Patriots were had a top and notch. That, and that was missing. That was they were missing like thirteen players. Yeah, you like know, that. and then he's crying over here. You know, like oh, I don't have weapons and shit. Like, uh, you know, get me out of here. Nobody ever wants to give me weapons, dude. Shut the fuck up, dude. Like now he goes to Tampa Bay. He has all the weapons and he has a legit defense. You know, yeah. And and I, I don't know. I don't know about you. I'm gonna talk about the Super Bowl later, but I just hope the fucking Bucks get their blow, their head blown off, dude. I I, I just like the Bucks, you know. Look, I don't nothing against the actual team, the Bucks, but just because Brady is on the Bucks, I dislike that fucking team, bro. <laughs> Even their their fans are fucking annoying, bro. When have you? Let me tell you something. When have you ever, besides in Tampa, I guess. But when have you ever seen a fucking Bucks fan here I, in the San Fernando Valley? I think we knew someone at the barbershop who had, one, a, yeah, who had a brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, One guy we met at the barbershop was a Bucks fan. Respects to him. Yeah. Uh-huh. But other than that, I've never, I've met, never met a fucking Bucks fan. The Bucks win this weekend, I start seeing all these stories. Brady go, Bucks this. Dude, the fuck up, dude. Go back to your damn team. Your team was a damn Patriots. Go to your damn team. It's not the Bucks, dude. Like. If, if, if let's for example, Frank Gore, he's a Niner legend, right? Um, he leaves to another team. I'm I'm okay. I, I I'll, you know, he left to a, a multiple teams. He's played on multiple teams, and yeah, I'll root deep down side. I'll root for Frank Gore. I hope you get a, a Super Bowl. You know, that's a Niner legend. I hope he does. That's a guy I grew up watching for so many years on the Niners, and I hope he does get a Super Bowl. But 
am I gonna go all out like oh, Brady's a go? I go on social media, act like a fool, like like I've been repping the Bucks the whole season. Like, dude, sit the fuck down. <laughs> I mean, just just shit like that, man. Just rubs me the wrong way. You know, uh, I call this Super Bowl. I see the Bucks are what the Chiefs were last year. You know, Chiefs two. I, I call them the Chiefs two point because uh, they're just a bunch of bandwagon fans. Dude. So that's why this Super Bowl, I'm gonna call it, instead of Super Bowl fifty five. We're gonna call it the bandwagon ball. Yeah. But yeah, I just had a vent, bro, because I'm fucking sick of this whole <laughs> Brady ball liquor shit. Well, since we're on this. Uh... The you know the Packers Rodgers topic you want to go around the you want to talk about on the Pat McAfee show before we move on to the Chiefs Bills. Yeah, man, uh, Pat McAfee that show is, is probably the best. I think it's a uh, it's a uh, it makes my day. I, I go I'm literally waiting for that show to pop out on my on my on my podcast and and so I can listen to it. And uh, I thought today's show was probably the best show they have ever fucking had. Because um, Brady, if, if you follow him, Brady, I mean, Brady, fuck Brady. Uh, Rodgers has been doing an interview uh, for them all. Every Tuesday. Every, every Tuesday. And uh, he came on today. And uh, even Pat was kind of like, damn, I don't know if fucking 12 was coming on today. Like, is he? Like, I, I was watching the live YouTube at the on during lunch. And people were in the comments, oh, Aaron's a coward. He's not going to come on, this and that. Oh, you know, he ha- he loses, not going to come on. <laughs> bro, I'm so glad he came on, bro. Like, Yeah, dude, I, I was so I, – I, I didn't think he was – I'm going to be honest. I didn't know if he was going to come bro, on. Bro, I didn't expect I didn't, him I didn't to. expect him to come on. And, 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 and I wouldn't trash him for it if he didn't mm. because, I mean – Fucking Brady does some shit like that. Like he don't shake your hand after a loss. So why, why you know why would you expect a guy to come on a show, especially after a tough loss? But anyways, he respects. He came on the damn show, dude. Shut people up. Just he, you know, they asked him after the game. You know, what do you think about your future and whatnot? I mean, and he said the right things, dude. Like you see what's happening with Detroit Watson. That he nobody knows their fucking future right now. 2020 could teach you that. Yeah. 2020 would teach you that. Everybody thought 2020 was going to be fucking legit, and look what happened. Yeah. So so nobody knows their fucking future right now. And the fact that he just said, hey, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, you know, and maybe he did say it a little bit uh, out of frustration, and I don't blame him. But, but yeah, I mean, he's he, he, he went on the show. He did an awesome, awesome interview, bro. He was authentic. That's what I like about Rodgers, bro. He's authentic. Like he'll he'll tell you how it is. He don't give a fuck what you think, and and he'll just tell you how it is. And and it's just it just seems like him, AJ Hawk, and Pat just having a good time, just talking it up, man. And and they brought up the subject. Like, are you fucking thinking about leaving? He said no. It's just I just said that because I don't know if my if Green Bay decides to do something else, you know. And it's honest honest truth, you know. And and he goes, I don't think. I'm leaving, but if they decide to go another route, we also didn't think we were drafting Jordan Love last exactly, year. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, dude, uh, bro. And I even saw things after he did that interview, and people were saying like, "Oh, he could have went to Twitter, and he didn't have to go on interview and say this." So he's probably still thinking about leaving. It's like, dude, damn, man. It's we'll- just clickbait, in my opinion. It's just clickbait, bro. People just want clicks. Want people to see their stupid comments on social media. It's just like, no, dude, he's not leaving. Unless unless Green Bay decides to trade him, but I don't think Green Bay would because 
Like, what your closest shot is to win it with him. Look, man, I, like, I really, really want to say this. Like, like I, I think what Brian Gutenkiss was thinking last year with drafting Jordan Love was he saw Aaron's numbers 20, I think he had like 25 total touchdowns and uh, three interceptions or something like that. I guess he saw Aaron's play go down a little bit that he was thinking, oh, okay, you know, maybe we need a draft for QB because maybe Aaron's declining. But it was Aaron's first year in the system. Obviously, you fucking see this season that he had this year, almost 50 touchdowns. I think I think now the Jordan Love pick is a mistake. And not no disrespect to Jordan Love because, you know, I had no problem with the pick. But I think now, I, I mean, I, I guess you understand what Brian Kunikis was doing. But I think now you got to show your commitment to Rodgers. And with, if that's trading Jordan Love to a team like the Colts who really wanted him. Or it's getting Rodgers as many weapons as possible. And and I want to clear this up, too. Like, people have been saying all day, man, Rodgers doesn't have weapons. I mean, dude, we made it to the NFC Championship with Alan Lazard and MBS. They do what they are supposed to do in the offense. Yeah, they made some mental mistakes in this last pass game, whatever. Even Devontae dropped a, a touchdown pass. It happens, bro. It's part of the game. You know, but don't don't say now that we just if we didn't draft a receiver that we would have made it to win one the Super Bowl. That's not true, dude. I I said that last year just because we did just if we would have drafted a receiver doesn't mean we're guaranteed the Super Bowl. That's not true. There's a lot that plays out in the season, you know, and you know Lazard and MVS they did everything that we asked them to do in the offense, and you know it just it just didn't go the ball didn't go our way. That's it. That's it. But that's not the reason. And uh, but I, I there's nothing wrong with adding depth. So if we go out and get a receiver, it's for adding depth for whatever reason, signing a free agent, whatever. You know, it's just adding more to the team. But it's not the reason we lost. So I want to clear that up. No, yeah, and and yeah, you know, it obviously would have been nice to have a, a first round pick wide receiver next to Devontae, like, yeah. you know. But but yeah, I mean, I didn't like I tell you when we did the whole draft show last year. I didn't agree with the love pick. I was still kind of like, what the fuck? But then I also thought about it, and I was like, okay, maybe what they're trying to do is... Um, I thought right away, they're trying a lot of fire in, in, in Rodgers' ass. And, and it did, bro. It fucking it got Rodgers going. But I can tell you, man, I respect Rodgers, bro. He went on that fucking interview. He killed it. He fucking... He had a good time with his buds on there, and... And he was happy, and yeah, he of course he's disappointed. And who who wouldn't be disappointed after a loss? But yeah, he he uh, you know he did an awesome job. And shout outs to Aaron Rodgers, shout out to Pat McAfee, and his show. I mean that thing is amazing. I could say it all day because I love that fucking show. Fucking laugh every fucking day. <laughs> they say the the funniest shit ever. But but yeah, so so yeah, so we'll. We'll see what happens, you know. I know it's a tough loss, but I think Green Bay will uh, they'll bounce back, bro. We have a young core. We do have a young core. They'll bounce back. And as long as 12 is under the helm, he always gives you a chance to win the Super Bowl. And The the only thing I'm afraid of, and if we fractured something between the relationship between LaFleur and Rodgers, like it did with McCarthy and Rodgers. And I don't think so. I really don't think so. But, you know, you... You got to blame a little bit McCarthy in the 2014 loss to Seattle because, you know, you put the ball in Lacey's hands instead of having Rodgers close it out, and it doesn't even come to an onside kick. And I think the same here with LaFleur. You know, everybody, I I personally 
didn't mind the field goal, but I, I, I guess how the media would look at it, I can see why people mind it. I didn't mind it. I was like, okay, let's get the field goal. Our defense is playing lights out second half. And if it wasn't for a stupid penalty, you know, LaFleur's looking like a genius, just like Rodgers said today. So I think this Rodgers interview really helped me calm down as a Packer fan. You know, I was thinking, already thinking, damn, we fucked up. We lost Rodgers. We're not winning the Super Bowl with Rodgers again. I think this interview really calmed me down. He cleared up a lot of shit. And somehow the media tomorrow is going to blow it up and say, oh, Rodgers said this and that and and yeah. whatnot, you know? Media, media always find a way to say something stupid, man. Like, but th- this is why I'm glad we do this podcast, man. Because oh, yeah, this dude. is all us voicing, even if we have fucking five people listening to our show. <laughs> You know, hey, dude, we got, hey, we're, we're, getting, we're going up, we're going we're up, but relax, relax. <laughs> this is about to blow the fuck up, bro. <laughs> but yeah, bro, I, I, I enjoy this because I enjoy doing this because it's kind of like I can speak uh, how I feel about my team, what I feel about other teams, yeah. And nobody's gonna, you know, nobody's gonna fucking talk back to me and tell me what the fuck are you talking about, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe they'll talk about, about me in their cars and whatever, but. What I like about us, dude, is we're not two guys with suits who are talking behind a script, just like Roger said. You know, we're we're just not, it's not planned out. We're just two fans, talk fans, dude. Yeah. And that's what the those are the most fun conversations when you're talking to fans. You know, yeah. yeah. When you're talking to somebody who just doesn't fucking know football or doesn't, or you could tell that they fucking jumped the bandwagon. It's not authentic, bro. Yeah, like you having a conversation with them, but it's not authentic. It's kind of like. The fuck are they talking about? Yeah, <laughs> you know, but but I, I think fan conversations are some of the best here because you're just like you have these scenarios even, and even <laughs> even if you don't cheer for the same team, yeah, yeah, it just seems like like you have an authentic um, conversation. Yeah, I've, I've dude, I've met uh, Packer fans. You know, we've met Packer fans. Uh, I've met you know Niner fans, a bunch of Niner fans. I've met Bronco fans. Patriots fans, I met all these type of fans, bro. And, yeah. and then I've always, I always have a, a genuine conversation with them about sports. I, I even have a, a couple of cowboy fans, you know, that I that I've met. You know, like, even if it's trash talking, but you know, you're talking, you're talking sports, and you, you're talking how you feel, whether it's about their team or how they feel about your team, and it's all fun and game. Man. And if you think my fucking team sucks, well, fuck you, and my team's good, but. But, but yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens, and uh, let's just uh, move on to the next subject. And, move uh, on to the AFC. And this is probably gonna we're gonna wrap it up real quick because that's how much <laughs> that's how the game was pretty much. Bro, I'm, I'm, five minutes. look, I'm gonna be honest. I was depressed after the the NFC game that I didn't even. I watched a little bit of the AFC game, but I just, you know, I saw the Bills jump into a nine old lead, and I was like, okay, the Bills. Looking. But then I saw Mahomes firing up his offensive line, and then after Hardman fumbled, he, you know, they're telling the teammates are telling him, okay, I was like, oh, okay, this shit's over, dude. Kansas City's taking this shit. <laughs> Somehow they're taking this is. You know, an amazing accomplishment to Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen's still very young. I'm happy for Diggs. I'm happy for that coaching staff. They they have a great coach. You know they they, they come they've um come so far. You know they haven't been yeah. in the playoffs so long. Well, they made it last year, but you know they haven't had a success like this. Yeah, and they no. also made it with Tyrod Taylor. But yeah, man, no, I think I think the Bucks. I mean, the, great the season for the Bills. Yeah, yeah, the, I think the Bills have. They'll be back somehow. They'll be back. They've done an amazing job there, and you know we also got to look at it this. Kansas City is just a better fucking football team, dude. Like I, I as much as I try to. Uh, last week, I was like, you know, I don't know about Mahomes' injury. I don't know yeah, about yeah, this. Man. I'm just like, dude, that motherfucker dude. with a fucking broken toe or whatever the fuck it is. 
He just ball. The two fucking teams I've been downing since fucking wild card weekend are in the fucking Super Bowl, man. Yeah, you know, and, and you know what? It, it's shame on us for doubting the Chiefs because they 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 won it already, and and they have a good team, bro. They 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 do. They their team is legit. I feel like the Chiefs. You're gonna see what they're really about once that salary cap starts hitting. This year, the NFL salary cap is going down. There's no fans in most stadiums. So, so salary cap's going down a bit. Uh, and they just paid Mahomes. So, they're going to have to make some really tough decisions. And I think that's when you're going to see, hey, uh, are they, like, legit, you know? And, I mean, they're, they are legit. But that's when you're going to – that's when they're going to get tested, in my, in my opinion. That's when they're going to get tested to see what the fuck is, you know. Yeah, you're not going to have all these uh, players around, unfortunately. Like, I, 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 can't, I don't see another situation where you're going to have Tyree Kill getting paid money, Kelsey getting paid money, and then you got fucking, uh, what is it, Watkins and Hardman and all these guys. Watkins, Tyron Matthew. And then, and then you're paying your quarterback like half a billion dollars. So, like, it, 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 I don't know if it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to continue like that. So, I think the Chiefs... Are in a situation where like, damn man, we capitalized, get a fucking second Super Bowl, win back to back, and try to go for three next year. But, but yeah, I mean, the Chiefs are just too good of a team, bro. And then they're well coached too. Andy Reid, I mean, he's he's a hell of a coach, and 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 yeah, they they did what they had to do, and and it just seemed like the Bills were just kind of like, they're kind of like, you know, a little a little the the stage was a little bit too big for them. You know, and, that, and I and I don't think it's not because they're not a good football team, but I just think they're a young football team, and this is the first time they've been there. So I, I think if I'm the Bills, I look to another answer a running back. I know they drafted Zach Moss and they have Singletary, but I think they really need someone. Yeah, maybe maybe if Aaron Jones hits the market, if they have the the cap room, I'm not really familiar. Yeah, maybe draft a dynamic running back or some. Or I mean, uh, sign a dynamic running back or something, dude. I think that's what they're missing, uh, you know, a running back to really help them out in the passing game too, man. Yeah, I, I felt like um, th- that's what the Chiefs really need. So this this year, uh, I think they need, they need to go go get that. They get that running back that's kind of like your, you know, your your Aaron Jones, your you know your Fournette, something, Fournette, dude. You know, yeah, something something that 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 that's gonna give you an explosive play and. I feel like, you know, I think Singletary's a good back, and I think Moss was good. He just got hurt, you know. But I just think that they're lacking one of that, that threat, you know, kind of like even Hilaire for the Chiefs, you know. He had an up-and-down season this year, but when he's been healthy, dude, he looks like he's he's, he's a good running back, and he has explosiveness. So I, 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 think, I think that's what the Bills are missing, you know. You, you know who I think is really hurting right now? Who? Pittsburgh Steelers. Why? Because Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown in the Super Bowl. The fucking shit, dude. I, just, I saw that. I saw that man the other day. I was like, dude, man, Tomlin must be like, what the fuck is going on? The two biggest cancers of the NFL, bro, are in the Super Bowl, dude. That is crazy, man. Yeah, you know, dude, I still don't. I still don't know how the fucking uh, how the how the Bucks are in the Super Bowl. Like, uh, the, bro, I expected this issue. And I didn't expect. No, I expected this next year. I didn't expect it this year. Yeah, it just you know I don't know, but but yeah, and then and then to top it off, fucking Antonio Brown, 
is going to be in the Super Bowl. And, then, and, you know, Antonio Brown was an awesome player in his and, time, bro. You know what? And I give, re- I give respect to Antonio Brown because I, I haven't heard anything since he got a yeah, tap, honestly. Yeah. So I do give him that respect. Yeah. But you haven't heard much about him. Le'Veon Bell, dude, I don't even what he, Does he I'm, play, bro? I, I don't even know if he played. I think played. he played last week against, against uh, Cleveland. But, like, dude, like. How is this fool on the roster, bro? He was so talented, he bro. Was, like, he was a baller. And then he took that one year off, and, dude, he looked slow. Everything changed, He yeah. just looks... And then, and then I thought, okay, you know, when he left the Jets, I was like, no, Jets situation is just a bad situation. He's going to go to the Chiefs, you know, fucking everywhere. He's going to probably be open because there's so many fucking weapons there. Dude, he looks fucking horrible. He looks he looks worse. And it's like, dude, then, 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 I, then I don't even think it was the Jets. I think Le'Veon Bell just sucks, you know? <laughs> But, but I think, yeah, man, you know, dude, I I think Le'Veon Bell and Eddie Lacy came out in the dream, same draft class. For real? I think so. I think we wanted Le'Veon Bell, but he have left. Was he a first round pick or a second round? Uh, I don't know. We got Lacy in the second round, but I know there was talks about getting Le'Veon. Maybe, but, but Lacy ate his way off the market. <laughs> dude, <laughs> it, it kind of sucks, man. These, yeah, I don't know what's up with Le'Veon, but Eddie Lacy obviously couldn't control his diet, dude. Didn't this guy have, like, a Magrito every fucking morning? Something like It was crazy. I think <laughs> I think Mike McCarthy was handing to him, man. They were both sharing fucking Magritos and shit. Well, like in McCarthy, I think... I, I think there was this <laughs> meme, dude, where... <laughs> no, our friend Zach said this bullshit, dude. He said, fucking McCarthy, how can you... Uh, how can you blame Eddie Lacy for eating a Magritto if you're doing the same shit? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Where does he get this shit from, dude? And it... <laughs> but isn't, isn't there rumors that uh, McCarthy had like a fucking uh, McGritter, uh, McDonald's menu as his playbook? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, dude. Poor McCarthy. They ain't give us a Super Bowl ring. Stop disrespecting him like that, bro. Fuck. Yeah, that's before the McGriddles, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Like I tell you guys, this, this was going to be the best show, dude. It hasn't disappointed at all. All right. Uh, off the top, I mean... We plan to have a super show for you guys with some guests, but off the top of your head, who do you think is winning the Super Bowl? Who do I think is winning the Super Bowl? Today, yeah. Like, it could change from the yeah, next show. Yeah, I, I haven't made a decision yet, um, but I'm leaning, I'm leaning Chiefs because I feel like they have so much offensive talent. Their defense is also playing well. Like they're, 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 just, they're just stepping up at the right time. That's what it seems. And they did that last year. It seems like they're doing it again. Uh, the only concern, if I'm a Chiefs fan, is the fact that I just lost my tackle. I just lost my tackle, tore his fucking ACL. I mean, not his ACL, his uh, Achilles. Achilles. And then um, that whole off the whole that whole offensive line is banged up. So that's the only thing that if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm concerned about because JPP, Adamikin Sue. Um, Shaquille Barrett Shaquille Barrett Those guys on that Bucks defensive line And then even They got Vita Vea back now Yeah yeah uh-huh. So now They could rush four dude And they'll get to They'll, they'll get to the quarterback And that That, that kind of was what The Niners did last year In the Super Bowl If you, you remember We were getting with With just uh, Front four bro It was Bosa Buckner Armstead D Ford They were getting They were getting pressure On Mahomes uh, It just Came down to a couple plays At the end Where we just Our offense Offense didn't Pick it up, but I feel like the Bucks. I mean, if they make a couple plays on offense and that 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 defense line is getting to Mahomes, 
It's gonna it's gonna be a tough game, bro. It's gonna be a tough game. It's not gonna be an easy game. Uh, I hope, dude. I hope the fucking Bucks get their head blown off. Like I I hope, just because I don't want Brady to win another one. But but uh, they they have a legitimate chance to beat the Chiefs because of the defensive line and the fact that the Chiefs offensive line is all fucked up. <laughs> I was I, I saw this crazy stat where, you know. The past four years, the Packers lost in the NFC Championship, and the team who beat the Packers never fucking won the Super Bowl. But, fuck, man, I just... Both these guys, I've been counting them out. Chiefs, fucking uh, Bucks, Brady, Mahomes, been both picking them to lose these past couple weeks. But I'm, I'm just going to go with the Bucks, man. I just think, man, the way this shit is planned out, <laughs> in a way, I just think... Is destined for Ray to win it. And I hope he fucking wins it just so, you know, he doesn't repeat next year and shit. It's so hard to get back. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucks early prediction. I'll probably change it during the week because I respect Mahomes. But like you said, you're losing your tackle. And I, I think they're a little bit banged up still on the O-line. And I just saw what that D-line did to us. I'm going to go with early prediction. I'm going to go with the Bucks. Hmm, interesting. Well, we're, we'll, have, we'll have more show, another show for you. Right before Super Bowl, uh, yeah. we're trying to get some uh, some guests on, some fans, some you know, some um, more boys. Yeah, we're trying to get these guys on. I'm still having my agent go out there, reach out <laughs> to them, and talk to them, and talk to their agent, see if we could uh, work something Before out. Something you know? out. Uh, we're expecting a cowboy fan on. Do you know this fucking guy? <laughs> yeah, the audience loves them. They've been calling for James Tracy for a long time. Our five fans have been calling for James Tracy. Yeah, they said that he came with some great statistics. That's our and... college scout. That's our college scout. He does not know shit about uh, uh, NFL. NFL? Yeah, because, I mean, he's a Cowboy fan. How could you, right? <laughs> and then we're adding another guy. Uh, where, where's he from? Like, from fucking Santa Clarita and shit? Yeah, yeah. Near Six Flags, all I know. <laughs> Valencia, out there. He's out from out Valencia. Yeah, we're going to try to zoom him in. Uh, yeah, I don't if know that's if I, possible. I, I, I don't know if I could go pick him up, but... He's a Colts fan, I think. Yeah, something like that. I, yeah. <laughs> I so think, I'm gonna dude. To, I'm going to try to zoom him in. And then we got somebody from the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we can zoom him in, too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, that guy, that guy's legit. I miss that guy so much. So, hopefully, we can get this guy, that guy <laughs> on the show. And, uh, and yeah, we're going to have the... We're going to have a... We're going to have a badass show. Uh, Super Bowl week, hopefully. Hopefully, so, you hopefully. know. You know Still trying to, you know, like I said, my agent's time to reach out to these guys. So <laughs> hopefully, we can work something out before next week. Yeah, man. But uh, I mean, yeah, it was a fun show to do. Fuck, man. I'm, I'm be honest with you. I didn't want to fucking do this show on Sunday, dude. I was already thinking about what the fuck I was gonna say, and but it turned out to be good. Uh, like I said, Pack Nation, if you're listening, keep your head up. Hopefully, for a bright future, we'll see what happens. It happens, man. You just gotta move on. It's just I know, right. I know it hurts being true fans. You know, if you're a fucking I mean, bandwagon, it doesn't hurt. But yeah, when you're a bandwagon, I mean, <laughs> you fucking well, like I tell you, last year, you know, you it, it hurt for us, dude. Like that Super Bowl loss was like what the fuck? And, you know, it was kind of like you're up ten, and as a Niner fan, you're up ten. And there's only like about 10 minutes to go and you're tasting and you're like, fuck yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, like it, it's coming and then it don't come. So I think that hurts, bro. It, it hurts, especially if you're a true fan. If you're a bandwagon fan, it don't hurt at all. Why? Because you never, you didn't watch that team grow. You didn't watch that team get drafted. You didn't watch that, you didn't watch the GM or the, or, or the, or the coach 
make these certain signings, yeah, bro. That, I think that, that's why it doesn't hurt, you know? If you're a bandwagon fan, it don't hurt. It, it's like, oh, well, fuck it. Like, we lost. Who cares? I'm fucking... Next year, I'll have a new team. Fucking yeah. bomb. You know, so... <laughs> no, it hurts, man. I think that's what hurts more because you, you invest so much. You know, you watch the draft. I mean, like I said, I mentioned in my, my other solo uh, show that just, you know, helped me do... But, you know, like Julius Peppers, you know, a Hall of Famer. We didn't get him a Super Bowl ring. Randall Cobb, great receiver for so many years with us. You know, we didn't get him a ring. There's just so many important players, man, that you have this connection with and you just never got him that ring. And it, you hurt for them, man, in a weird way. Like, and if Aaron Jones is, leaves this offseason, Jamal Williams leaves, it hurts that you didn't get him that ring. Dude. You know, they're great players, man. And Aaron Jones, man, the interviews I've seen, the way he talks, you know, everything, yes, sir, uh, no, sir. Man, just a really respectable guy, someone you love to have in Green Bay, man. I hope he stays, but, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't look like it. And you just really cheer for a guy, and you're just upset that you're not able to at least give him the opportunity to give that ring, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what kind of, um, yeah, it makes it tough, man. When you, when, when you follow a team and... And, you know, for example, for us last year, I really wanted to get a ring for Joe Staley, dude. I thought Joe Staley yeah, was dude. one of the, you know, he's one of the uh, one of the Niner greats. And the fact that we didn't get a ring for him, it sucks, dude. You know, I didn't even think he was going to retire until draft day. We find out he's going to retire. And, it's, and, it, and it sucks, you know, that we didn't get that ring for him. Frank Gore is another guy, you know, when, when, with the Niners. Yeah, dude, know? legend, yeah. I, I, I just felt like... Um, we, you know, we weren't able to get him a ring when when we played the Ravens back in 2012, and, and yeah, man, it's just th- things like that. You know, it it, it it stings you as a fan, but you know, someday we're gonna see them win it, and 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 it's cool, and it's gonna be like one of those fucking celebrations where like fuck yeah, like you know, it's like everything, it's like it's like things in life, bro. Like it, it, um, sometimes you you go through so much. To try to get somewhere and it's a struggle dude it's a struggle like whether it's you're trying to buy a house whether you're trying to you know make uh make, you know do a goal uh, uh you know or whatever bro like buy something that you've always wanted or or get get a a position at work that you've always wanted or start your own business that you always wanted whatever it is you know it's always a struggle always it's never easy for the people that tell you oh it's easy I don't know. So there's always that, that struggle, that struggle, that struggle that you have. And then when you finally accomplish something in, in, in whatever it is that you're trying to get to, it feels so good because you know that you worked your ass off and you did it and you got it done. And going back to like what we talked about Kobe, bro, he worked his ass off. Yeah. You know, he had disappointments and he worked his ass off, beat the Celtics. And the same thing in, 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 in I think, with uh, team sports. You know, there's going to be letdowns on the way, bro. And, uh-huh. and, and it just, you know, it's going to be letdowns on the way as a fan, as a player, as everything. And then someday it's just going to work out, you know, whether these players don't get their rings. But, hey, they, they, maybe they'll accomplish bigger and better things after they play, you know, that are probably more important. More important. And, um, yeah, you just got to be happy for these guys and. You know, Green Bay, they gave it all they had, bro. It's not like they just went out there, rolled over. They were down 28-10, and they could have just rolled it over and said, fuck it, we lost. And no, they didn't. They they, they, hang up, they hung in there. And honestly, for the true Green Bay fans out there like you, 
they, they, you know, they shouldn't, they shouldn't hang their, their, their head low. I know it sucks, but hey, dude, they fucking fought all the way to the end. They lost, you know, it is what it is. But like I told you before, that's just the way sports goes. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. And it doesn't, sometimes it, the ball doesn't go your way or the fucking refs don't fucking throw, uh, uh, don't, uh throw, like to throw flags or holding the flag. And that's just the way it goes, but mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that's the that's the part of sports and and the fact that there's letdowns and there's there's happiness in sports is what makes sports great and makes makes a true fan appreciate uh, the sport. And before we finish the show, do you think like you know you know I, I went home on on Sunday and my mom's all like you know why are you upset? It's just a sport. Why do you feel like speaking? Me and you, why do we? Why do you think we feel like this much pain? And you know, I'm gonna be honest. Like I cried, man. I I honestly did. I just, man. Like I said, you have this connection with these players and whatnot. And and some on people on the outside, they don't seem to understand. They they think it's just a game, but to us, it's more like. I mean, I look at the Packers like a family, man. And as weird as that sounds, you know, like. My Sundays are dedicated to the Packers. My Mondays are dedicated to the Packers when they play. Thursdays are dedicated to the Packers. Um, whenever they're playing, man, I'm, I'm, I'm Packers. But why do you think people look at us like we're crazy when we're sentimental about this stuff, you know? Like, um, like dude, um, I think it's just, I think because we grew up watching this. It's kind of like, um, you know, you grow up watching this. This is what you, this is what you... What you've been watching since you were a kid, you know? So so it, it lives with you, bro, your whole life. It's like it's like it's kinda like 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 if you were playing sports as a kid, you know, and then you continue to play, even after you're you're when you become an adult, it, it lives with you, dude. It just and I think um since we're so attached to it, it's kinda like it's kinda like uh it sits with us and yeah, dude, like I tell you, for two weeks it's probably gonna feel like shit, and then after that, you know, you get over it, cause life, life goes on, bro. Yeah. There's a lot of things outside of life that's it's more important than than sports. But like I tell you, uh, I think since we, you know, we grew up young watching sports and following our teams, and I think that's why it, it, it sticks with us for, for so long. And I think, you know, for the people that 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 feel the way we feel, it's just kind of like you just kind of let it be, you know. Let you know, talk about it, or you know, uh, someday you'll watch the highlights again and you'll see it. And, and I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I still haven't seen the highlights on the Super Bowl. I don't want to see it, yeah. like, I don't want to see what happened, I don't want to see nothing, anything because I'm just like, nah, I, I just don't want to see it. I know we lost, and that's cool, or whatever. I, I, I already live with the fact that we lost, but I do not want to see it. And like, to this day, I still haven't seen it. The Ravens Super Bowl loss when we lost to the Ravens. I've seen clips of it, but I still haven't seen the whole fucking game, and I do not want to see it. Like it's just, it's not something you want to relive because it's a horrible <coughs> feeling when your team loses. You know, I, I I I've told you this before. I've lived with the Dodgers, dude. How many times did the Dodgers upset me, bro? Like it was like every fucking year. Like we were there, and they just like, what? We lost again yeah. for thirty-two years. You know. And to finally get over the top, dude, I'm telling you, dude, that was the best feeling ever. Like, it was like, I felt like a relief, bro. Like, you know, for so many years, I was like, hell yeah. Like, I'm like, you know, all these other teams win the championship. And I was like, 
damn, those fucking hat, the chat, the one, the, the shirts that say champions, not NL champions, not NFC, no, the ones that say world, you know, world champs. Like, dude, I've always said as a kid, I'm like, damn, I wish I could fucking get one of those, you know, like, like I was like, no, nah, I live with the Lakers, you know, because getting titles when I was younger, so it was always cool feeling when the Lakers did it. But Dodgers and you know Dodgers is like what what the hell is going on like how come the Dodgers don't win the World Series like you know they have the team to do it why aren't they doing it and I just couldn't understand that every year I would, I would even think like damn we're fucking cursed like what the fuck is going on and and this year that they finally did it I was just like damn like that felt good dude it, it felt like it it, it felt a, a relief as a Dodger fan I was like yes like damn this is what it feels like. Dude, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, like, I, I shed tears, because it was like, damn, like, we finally fucking got a World Series. All those years that we had pain, we had um, coming up short, you know, the year that we could have won it, and the fucking Astros cheated their fucking asses off, and, and we didn't get that ring, and and that, that thing hurt, bro. It hurt. The, the, the Boston one, that thing hurt too, bro. I mean, also Boston. To finally get a ring, it, it, it just puts you over the top as a fan, makes you feel good. So I know that, you know, maybe hopefully the Green Bay gets one with, with Rodgers and, and, and hopefully he gets another one in Green Bay and and you can move past that. You know, I think that's when you'll, you'll feel like, you know, like, yeah, the, the, the Astros World Series still still feels a little like when we lost that. Still feel, it still stings a little bit, but it doesn't feel that bad. Why? Because we just got one. Yeah. You know, felt felt good for Kershaw, bro, because Kershaw mm-hmm. got his ring and stuff like that. So I think as fans, we're, we're just we're just emotional. We're just we're just connected to the team. And you think we're fucking weird? Well, fuck you. Yeah, bro. Like yeah. honestly, like I wouldn't want it other way. Like I can't imagine myself be watching a game for three hours and just being like, oh, okay, cool, we scored a touchdown, or oh, we, we threw a pig, we lost. You know, I with the with regular season losses, like I've been better, man. Like the one that kind of hurt this year was the Colts one, that because it was such a good game. It was probably one of my favorite games this year, and it just felt like fuck. We just left that game on the field. You know, the Vikings hurt a little bit because I hate losing to the Vikings. The Bucks was embarrassed, man. I felt like we were never gonna get back after that shit. But it, you know, it's something I moved on with. You know, but you know, I think playoff losses are different. They hit different. Yeah, dude. It's just. And I, like you said, like I've been, I've been able to watch, re, be able to rewatch um, games that were heard. Like one of my favorite games of all time before we end the show, the twenty fourteen versus the Buffalo Bills when we win a Buffalo, and it kind of ultimately cost us the number one seed. You know, if we win that game, we uh, we get the number one seed basically because we went we would have won out. Dude, that's one of my favorite games, dude. It, it was just the game that the Packers. It was sort of like Tampa Bay. We just made the wrong mistakes, dude. Jordy dropped his wide open pass. His wide open touchdown, dude. Like 80 yards touchdown, dude, to the house. He dropped it wide open, bro. I rewatched that game, bro. I was like, dude, this game was amazing, bro. Even though we lost, like, it was just, damn, dude. It's just this, these games, bro. I rewatch them. It's just like, fuck, man. Yeah, and the thing is because, you, like you said, bro, it, it, you're. You sit onto the TV and you're emotionally connected yes, to them. Yes. You're not, you're not, like, it's like I'm not watching, like, for example, what, if I'm watching the Super Bowl, like, oh, on, on, <coughs> on Super Bowl 55 Bucks Chiefs, like, I'm watching the game, bro, but I'm, I'm not feeling nervous. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, 
Uh, to me, it's just a relief. Like, oh, fuck it. My team's not playing. Yeah. I'm not nervous. It's cool. I'll, I'll enjoy that. I'm actually, like, the. No- I, I think that's when I could actually be the normal person mm-hmm. as, like, some other, somebody else might be. But me, like, if it's my team in there, dude, it's a fucking nervous wreck, bro. I was there. Nervous wreck, bro. It's just like, what the fuck, dude? You don't want to look at your phone. You don't. You don't want to do anything besides glue yourself to the. And I think that's what, you know, it it, it emotionally like it, it 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 gets to you, bro. Because you want it so bad, not only for the you feel like you connect with the players. Yes, in yes, sense, yes you know? exactly. You feel like you know these guys. You know, you watch them all year. You've seen, you know, the rookies coming up. You see all the all the um, the veterans that are on the team been there for a long time and and i think that's what makes us uh, it, they don't make fans like us anymore bro they, they really don't there's there's quite a few that 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 are still out there they're like this nowadays it's kind of like oh well fucking uh bucks one so i'm gonna be a bucks fan now because the bucks one you know it's just the way it goes yeah bro and i think when your team doesn't have success you it's easy for fans to move on man but like i said like when rogers got hurt for many years dude that was, was air man i you know, it was my first year with my license, so I was able to drive off to watch the games on my own. You know, Seneca Wallace was playing quarterback for us. Scott Tolzien was playing a quarterback for us. But I was there, man, and it was me and some other Packer fan. We were the only ones there, dude. And yeah, I don't know, man. I guess with all those many years, you know, you're never missing a game unless it's a family emergency or something. Uh, work comes up rarely, but I, I'm always there Sunday, man. So I, I guess... I guess when people tell me, like, oh, you're being dramatic or you're being something, bro, I, I kind of don't understand it. It kind of pisses me off. But it's just like if I'm a you – know, the Packers are something I love, Niners are something you love. I think when you invest so much love into it, so much time, bro, it's just it's just so hard to be like, yeah, we lost, fuck it, whatever, you know? Yeah. That's not, that's not exciting to me, man, because when we eventually win the Super Bowl, both our teams, dude, that's going to be the best feeling in the fucking world, man. Yeah, because you 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 rooted for them this whole your whole life, and you know there's a lot of people that are just kind of like you know and and sports is not my only thing that I'm just like passionate. Yeah, about. yeah, no, no. I think not. I'm passionate about a lot of things in life, and 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 going back to what we talked about earlier with Kobe, man, like he had a lot of things though. His family, his off the court, all that. It just I think for us it's different. You know, we're emotionally attached to our our football teams, our baseball teams, baseball teams, yeah, our you know. Our basketball team also, you know, it felt good when the Lakers won this championship this year. You know, obviously, the Dodgers one felt a lot better for me because I had never, I had never seen the Dodgers win the World Series my whole life. So I saw that it felt good. But, but yeah, bro, it's just you're you're connected, you're connected to to the, the teams, and you know, even at work, when you're at work, like you you, you want to give it all you got. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to mess up a job that you got. You don't want to mess up anything. Like that's just the way I, I feel about everything, bro. It's just like my my work, my family. Like I'm not trying. You know, sports. It's just everything. I whatever I do, I'm I want to try committed, to yeah. committed. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, try to try to be as committed as you can. And yes, there's hiccups on the way, bro. Like in life, everywhere you go, but. But yeah, it's just you. You you just want to be committed to everything you do, and I think that's why we're like that with sports and yeah. our sports team. And you know, shout out to all the real fans out there, man. I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, you know, a few people that I've 
growing up, you know, watching sports with and made made memories with, and and I know how hard it is for them also, you know, to watch their team lose it, lose or or how happy it is to watch your team wins. Like I, I've seen people like, for example, friends that we had, you know, the Bronco fans or 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 you know. Uh, Ravens fans, uh, teams that I've seen win the Super Bowl, bro, and, and I know how happy they are. So you gotta give them props, like, hey, congrats yeah. to your team, bro. They they got it done. Yeah, and, you know, you gotta give them big props. It's just not Patriots fans. Not Patriots. <laughs> I met I met some cool guy at a bar in Buffalo Lions 2016 against the Packers. He was a Chiefs fan, dude, and this was when Alex Smith was a QB. So I could, I you know, I ne- never kept in contact with him, but he was in that little five minute, or we watched the whole game together, but. You know, he let me know how, you know, he wanted a Super Bowl so bad for the Chiefs. So, I could just imagine how he's feeling right now. You know, and that's, that's like a true fan, man. I truly respect true fans who stick with their teams no matter what. Yeah, man, it might be, you might want to cheer for a player to win, but I don't know. It's something different when you stick with your 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 core team. Yeah. Yeah, when you stick with your team, team. Like, team. yeah, like, you probably cheer for other pl- players, like, oh, Want so and so to win and get get a championship? That's yeah. cool. Yeah, you know that's cool. But but when you go above and beyond and and, and oh. Like, oh yeah, yeah, so and so, you know he's on the bucks now. So fuck yeah, like this is a hobby really. No, like 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 I get Raider fans probably wanted Woodson to win a ring when he went to Green Bay. You know he was a legend for so long. I'm pretty sure I personally wanted Peppers to win a ring with Carolina when he left us. Yeah, you know just because they were meant so much, man. But I know, I know this show went on for so long, man, but I, this, I really needed this, man. I was depressed these past two days. <laughs> My energy was low. Or just, I'm telling you, dude, this is the best show we've done. <laughs> watching Packer fans, you know, talk on on IG or YouTube, man. Just really helped me out, I guess. Rogers' interview fucking helped me out so much, man. I really needed that. So thanks to Rogers and the Pat McAfee show for uploading that. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I, great show. Man, go Pack Go and just your final words yeah so you know i just want to uh i just want to uh let you guys know thank you for listening please subscribe uh, uh let your friends know you know let people know uh about our show uh, mean a lot to us uh and yeah we'll we'll give you guys a, another show soon and hopefully everybody's out there being safe and uh, being responsible and uh we'll see we'll talk to you guys later peace